0: Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis, and this is your faves face. Todrick Hall, you have chosen five things. I'm gonna support whatever they are, but my fingers are crossed. What? What are your? What's your list?
1: so then the category that that we talked about was broadway because i'm a huge broadway fan and if the lighting okay. was right rachel i would take you over to the broadway room in my house but i don't want to you know like oh okay I wanna make sure no you're,
0: you look perfect keep it as is okay i'm here for this i did think that there was a chance you were doing top five disney movies just based on the background that we're working well with i'm right always now.
1: ready to do that because i have both well
0: you go, you lead the way. And my only other question is, is this list in order from what you believe is like, like? will we be leading up to the number one top or is it just a mixed bag? It's in no particular order.
1: Well, it's in no particular order, but now that I'm thinking about it, I do want to just do my top five Disney movies because everybody doesn't love okay. Broadway and I love Disney just as much as I love Broadway. So okay. this is me okay. going on the fly, and Rachel. This-
0: I like it. I like it. And I feel very strongly about this category. So I am going to also offer opinions back if that feels appropriate. Give me, we'll do no particular order because that feels too hard to like have them, you know,
1: in numerical order. Once I say them out loud, then we can do the order. Okay. Great. So I will say the first thing that comes to mind is Beauty and the Beast. And I have reasons why I love okay. Beauty and the Beast. I, okay. I love it because it's kind of like, it's not gender neutral, but like, I love that the, the fact that she, Belle, was such a strong woman because a lot of times in Disney movies, right. they were not strong women. They were damsels Spirit. in distress. And yes. the fact that yes. she was able to fall in love, not just with the Beast, who was like extremely hairy and huge and probably didn't smell good. Right. They don't focus on that part, right. Rachel.
0: Right, right. They leave that they out. They leave it they out. They but you're right.
1: But the fact that she was able to equally fall in love with a bunch of inanimate objects, and it's like difficult to not fall in love with Angela Lansbury as mm-hmm. Mrs. Potts. But uh, that's one of the reasons why Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorites.
0: Well, so I would like to add into this mix. When I was a little girl, I saw Beauty and the Beast. 14 times in the theater wow well let me give you a little bit of a caveat there there was a theater in my hometown that during the summer you could watch a movie for 50 cents oh wow and so my brother and i just went to the these over and over and over and over and i had the opportunity to get to go to the premiere of the light no wait i missed that one but i saw cinderella live action i think was the one that beyonce surprised everyone and brought blue oh wow and i missed it and i died but i saw it in the theater and when i saw live action in the theater i sobbed my eyeballs out because i had forgotten how much i love that movie so i highly approve of this choice
1: well okay so i'm I'm how
0: do you feel about them remaking the old movies? I love the idea.
1: Okay. So funny story. I'm not saying it's my fault that this happened, but I had a meeting with somebody who was a super high level executive. And I was like, I don't think that you need to do something different with Beauty and the Beast. I think people would just love to see Beauty and the Beast as a live action film. I'm sure lots of other people gave them that idea. So I'm not taking credit for it, but I was really excited. I just wish, you know, like no offense to Emma, but like I've just I would have loved to see a Catherine McPhee there, or a Broadway actress, or somebody who mm. who Bell was like missing the the voice and the the spark to me. Um, even though she mm. had a cute voice, but I had just. Once Beauty and the Beast came out, you know, I then fell in love with the Broadway production of Beauty and the Beast with Susan Egan. And then I saw Christy Carlson Romano and Annalise Vanderpool in it. And I even think I saw Carrie Butler in it. So as a huge Broadway fan, I felt that Beauty and the Beast was one of the best transitions from a film to a movie. And the way that they brought all the characters to life was just so awesome. Mm -hmm. And so since I had seen all these amazing Broadway beltresses, I also have a relationship with Beauty and the Beast because of so many things. I loved it growing up, obviously. But secondly, the first job I had out of high school was dancing in the Beauty and the Beast show at Disney World, what was then called Hollywood Studios. <laughs> Oh, or wow. MGM Studios is now called Hollywood Studios. I was in that show. My first national tour I did was the national tour of Beauty and the Beast. And the first viral video I did was Beauty and the Beat, where I put Belle in the middle of the hood in Crenshaw and had her walking around. It was the only video I've ever done where I got a million views in one day. It was, I was a fairly small YouTuber, but it was the definition of going viral. And so I just have had a very, very close relationship with the story of Beauty and the Beast. So I was like a little let down by that by that line action movie but I love the concept I just feel like the execution is sometimes not where it's at but I'm sure that's a lot of pressure.
0: Matt Rogers.
2: We're going top five 90s hunks. Because yes, I yes. did not get to enjoy them at the time. Okay. I was but a wee child. Okay. And so now in retrospect, I'm like, I have this discourse I never had. Right. I must have. Well, And I feel it must be with you.
0: Okay, wait. What year were you born?
2: 90.
0: No, well, that's upsetting to me. I don't like anyone that Come was born on. in the 90s afterwards. I was born in the 80s. It trips me out that people were born in any other decade. Like, it just I feels like you're it. so young. It's okay. Of course you no. can't.
2: So, but the thing is, like, I I've I do have an appreciation for, like, and I'm, I'm doing my due diligence here. I'm trying to, like, have the conversations that I wish we could have had right, at the time. Right. And I have an appreciation for 80s and 90s culture. Okay, so <laughs> 90s hunks, who is
0: yeah. number
2: five? Number five on my list is, and really, at, in, the, in the 90s, he was kind of like a funny guy becoming a leading man. Okay. But we have number five for me is the one and only Will Smith. <laughs> will smith okay. was okay. number five out of the 90s hunks right and never forget when he burst onto the scene and fresh prince of bel-air had that affable charm right that physical comedy happening and we all fell in love right and then he became independence day star
0: you're correct because i definitely grew up watching him on fresh prince of bel-air but i don't know mm-hmm. that i thought he was sexy it probably was independence day and then it really, it had to and be. this isn't 90s, but then it really was solidified with Hitch.
2: Did you oh, ever see yeah. The movie Hitch? He came in with, oh, of course. He was like suave with, with, with and Kevin like James. Kevin
0: James and he's like teaching him and the whole thing. And that's when I was like, okay, this is something. But you're right. That when was so, first so, the bust onto the scene, he, we didn't know. We didn't know what he was going to become.
2: Oh, yeah, no. And then um, I also have for all of these. So my one of my favorite things that Rosie O'Donnell would do in the 90s was whenever she would have like a cute star on her show, she would say, do we have any Heine shots in the movie? She'd call heiny shots like a little if you could see their butt in a film. Yes. So where you can see Will Smith's butt in a film first yes. was Wild Wild West, that Salma Hayek yes. vehicle. Yeah, um, I know. I mean, remember that... the movie? I don't remember the butt. I
0: don't remember that movie. <laughs> the moment. butt
2: happens when he, like, he's, like, in a tub, and he falls through a roof, and then he stands up, and all, like, the, the bad guys that are trying to get him are, like, staring at him, and he's naked. And you can see a little Rosie O'Donnell heine shot okay, in there. Okay, good
0: to know. Do you remember? I mean, there was a time, and, and kids will not know this, but there was a time when Rosie O'Donnell had the biggest show on daytime television.
2: Oh, yeah. Beloved. She was, I mean, I guess... The love. kids, the kids today. She was the Kelly Clarkson of her day. Absolutely, okay? Okay, with feels
0: wild,
2: insane. But yes, she was a cultural movement. I, I mean, love she was. That show. It, who did it? Right. I remember. I would. I, a couple of days, I would stay. I would stay homesick from school, yes. and it was like probably fifteen to twenty percent that I so that I could watch Rosie. Right.
0: Like, <laughs> Rosie, when we know, thought like for sure that. that she was actually in love with Tom Cruise. We're like, oh, maybe they'll oh, get together. Yeah. Cause I was little the and I didn't patootie. understand. Yes. <laughs> Her Tommy.
2: Her Tommy. And also, I mean, just so many iconic moments on that show, like the Barbara episode. We should have known that. Right. She, she was crying when Barbara yes. came on, the whole thing. Remember when she like oh, started man. to get
0: really into Broadway? I mean, maybe she was always into Broadway, but then there was a thing where she like started perform like I feel like she wasn't like the cat in the hat. Do you remember
2: that? She actually was on. She was in the. I think it was the original cast of the the revival of Greece on Broadway. I believe that she played. right. Like Rizzo? I know that she played Rizzo at yeah, some she, point. That, yes. that's the character for her. She's
0: not playing. Yes. Yeah.
2: Okay. And since since her fame, I believe she's been back to Broadway as well. But she is like a legit theatrical background like she was like she was talking the talk about Broadway right, at the time right but she she had walked the walk I also do
0: feel like I have a special place in my heart for anybody who finds a way to be in musical theater who can't sing
2: because, oh absolutely. that's me
0: like I love musical theater but I can't sing you know god he missed the memo that day have you ever seen pitch perfect I have okay do you know well enough that if I reference a very small part you would remember it
2: likely no but i really want you to anyway okay
0: great so there's this character (laughs) in the audition scene of pitch perfect there are these two nerdy guys Mm -hmm. and one of them is like i can't sing i hate myself every day but i can't i was not blessed with the ability to sing that is me we've gone off on a tangent (laughs) that started with will smith and ended up on broadway and i like it i like
2: but you know what speaking of not much musical talent but making it work Will Smith. Rock. Good and point. That's, Way to bring it That's the sort of swing around. around that we love. I like it. And that, that figured into his hunkdom as well, I feel, because like he was putty in the city when the heat is on, and yep. that on the beast to the break is done. That was kind of uh, yes. a little bit of a bop before they were calling them bops. Kristen
0: Bell.
3: It's Friday, it tomorrow off? best day of the week. I have tomorrow yep. off. Yes. I'm in prep for a movie. So this week has been crazy, mainly be, not because the prep has been crazy, but because I'm like, oh, that's what going back to work feels like. That's right. not, those days start yes. early. And there's also a ton of new protocols because of COVID that are all great, Yeah, but it requires a lot more time and patience and focus. And so remembering you have to wake up at five in the morning is like, what? I thought we saw right. that as humans. I thought that was right. the, the thing that came right. out of twenty.
0: Yeah. You gave up your bra and any kind of tight pants and waking up at a certain time. And then that the rest of the
3: dead. year was garbage. But those three things are worth noting.
0: Right. We get to keep those things. And I feel like going back into production, like you said, yeah. navigating around all of those things and the stressors of, thank God, we're able to do it right But also, have you had to get a test yet? Like up the nose, scrape your brain?
3: I have to get tested twice a week. And I've had to get tested twice a week for the last six weeks because the insurance companies will only insure you if they know you have a pattern of non-exposure.
0: Right. And thank God, thank God for testing. But it also, the last time I had it done, I literally cried for 45 minutes afterwards. You
3: know what I found the trick is? You want someone, you want a nurse or a doctor who starts at the bottom and rolls it so you can feel oh. sense your your sort of touch sensory. And so then they go all the way up and then they pull down. But you, if they don't start by touching just the outside of your nostril, yeah. say, hold on.
0: Slow. We now have new procedures that we're learning, which feels very 2020. Um, so I am I'm super excited to have you on the show. So grateful that you're here. Uh, the idea for this The show came from, life feels very hard for everybody all around the world, and I just wanted conversations we could have that were joyful and fun and anything that lights your heart up, so we do a top five list, you get to choose the category, do you have a category today?
3: I have a category that has been topical in my household because we've been at home for nine months. And my category is favorite nostalgic movies from when I was a kid. Awesome. Because we have been showing my children, you know, there's really a lot of times there's nothing else to do but the default movie night. And you, you know, I... I, there's a part of me that wants to see a movie before my kids do, unless it's something that comes from a company that I know and trust, um, just to make sure it's not gonna be too scary or you know this and that. But um, I know I've seen all these movies and I, I also have a nostalgia of, if we have a little time on our hands, I'd love to rewatch some of my favorites that I watched growing up. But I will have to say, and this is very important, I preface this list with, I have seen all these movies recently okay Uh, we've also learned a lot from a storytelling perspective and a diversity perspective and a women's rights perspective and that the movies that were made in the 80s and 90s can't really be looked through the same lens as what we know now so I still love these movies but there are going to be the faults you could find with them that is if we'd only known that then meaning oh, the wife character, she's not dimensional at all. She's just the wife. She's kind of pointless. It's not a great role for her. She could have done more. And now we round people out. And, you know, I just want to provide the caveat in the fear of 2020. Right. I don't want to endorse any of these situations that someone may see and put through a different lens, but these still hold a special place in my heart. I show them to my kids. And sometimes they also involve a teachable moment for your kids. Like, huh, I don't weird. Are, are, yeah. Who was white or, you know, yes. anything. Yes. Is that what yes. your school looks like? No. Right. And yes. then, you know, any of them can be teachable moments. I don't think we need to throw them in the trash. That's my point. Yes. Well, let me ask
0: this. Have you experienced this as a parent? Because I've definitely done this on accident where in my mind, a movie from my childhood is pure and wonderful and should be seen. And then I show it to my children and realize, this is terrifying or, um, oh, that's actually in a, I don't even remember that ET had a cuss word or whatever the case may be. And then you're like, "Well, oh, I'm the worst parent of all time.
3: Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to take that label of worst parent of all time. Cause I know some <laughs> other bad parents, but, um, but yeah, mine has more been like, um, the maid, majorly that, cause my, we do curse around the house and my kids. Okay. Hear.
4: And what's So they've funny- heard it
3: before. Yeah, they've heard it before, but what's funny is my husband always says to them, when they first said it, my husband goes, look, stop, 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 stop. There are certain things you can't do before you're older, okay? You can't drive my car, you can't vote, you can't drink alcohol, can't cuss. It's just the way life is. And they were like, okay, I get, it. I get it. So somehow he broke through with his like ability to have candid conversations, which has worked. But some of the other stuff, like the diversity stuff, or you have a character who's... You know, not Indian, but doing an Indian accent and wearing a lot of bronze. I'm like, yeah, oh, right. So, your
0: what is what is number five on the list? In are are these in like order from least favorite to most favorite,
3: or this is just a grab bag? No, it's a grab bag because I. I can't, I don't know that there's so many that have a, uh, they're either, I've seen it a hundred times and there's familiarity that holds my heart or there's nostalgia. Cause I saw it the first time I saw my crush or, you know, so they're, they're, it's just a grab bag, but I'm going to hit you with some ones that we have watched recently. that still okay. I, hold up. That's what this list basically is like. Okay. Still holds the, up. Yeah. Cause like, to be honest, we watched uncle Buck recently.
0: Right. Doesn't home. hold up.
3: I was so bummed because I was like how do you take John Candy and Macaulay Culkin and it doesn't there were moments but overall my kids were bored and I was like dang it doesn't hold up but these ones hold up okay okay number one in the list of grab bag Harry and the Hendersons
0: okay this is wild um I have an irrational phobia of Bigfoot (laughs) irrational and that is the most terrifying movie (laughs) the fact that that is your number one I get it John Lithgow like the end he has to punch him in the face to get him to go back to the woods but that movie scared the bejesus out of me when I was a little girl that's hilarious
3: it's so funny because like what it made me look at was something different doesn't have to be something scary and that you're right your first conclusion about something be based on your, you have to recognize if it's coming out of fear. And yes, he looks big and scary, but look how gentle he is. Look when he hands the teenager flowers over and over again. And like, he just, everybody, no matter how big and scary they are, no matter if they're a, a bald guy with like tons of steroids, tons of tattoos, everyone just wants to be loved. Right. Everybody just wants to be loved. Right.
0: So I love that. Personally, that makes my heart so happy that that's your first choice. Matthew McConaughey.
4: Oh, I love cheeseburgers.
0: Gee- okay. What do you think is the best cheeseburger in Austin? Because I have an opinion.
4: The one I make at home.
0: Oh well, come on. We can't access that.
4: I know. I look. Aaron Franklin. And I just made a pretty damn good cheeseburger. We called it the one. <laughs> um, that was damn good. He's got his brisket in that burger. Um, and and you know it it it, it matters with the burger. It, it's like I'm not a I'm not a fan of the big sesame bun. I like the little soft okay. little soft white Wonder Bread bun. I like that soft bun.
0: Okay, we're going old school, like at a diner. Okay.
4: Yeah 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 yeah. It's yeah. soaking up. Uh, uh,
2: all the grease. The wetness
4: of the of the meat and everything else put on it i am um I will stack it i will I will stack it I'd rather actually have two smaller burgers than one monster one um
0: are you saying double patty no, or no, you're no, talking no, two, no, two no, separate sandwiches two, okay yeah
4: I also do this I've always done this I'm a fan of ketchup I actually had okay. my made a t-shirt for me when I was when I was uh, 30 that said, I put ketchup on my ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat as much ketchup now, but I do love ketchup. But here's how I love to dip the piece, dip the burger into the and then bring it to my mouth. Because I want that sweetness of that ketchup the first thing to hit my palate. Always have. Um, and I also put ketchup on the burger. Um, I'll go with three. I love a good couple of strips of American cheese. Um I okay. Mind other cheeses, but sometimes the cheddar can overwhelm the whole taste of the burger. I that's real. Little, okay, uh, a little Lipton onion soup mix you <laughs> when you're making the meat.
0: I love how I love how trashy this is getting.
4: one so of that. Go get a dry packet of Lipton onion tea. It's, uh, onion soup mix.
0: I know exactly what you're talking about. You can over,
4: yes. Trust me, you can overdo it. It can become too, too much, but if you get just the right balance to that with the meat when you're... Okay. Ooh, yeah. Um, I have learned over the years not to meal the meat too much. I used to overwork them. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can make it tough, meat yes. You don't want that, don't want that. Yep. It really to be tight. You want it to fall apart. I've learned that you definitely want to get one with like... goats. If you can find 75 to 20... If you can find 25% fat in it, go for it. Don't go for the 90 <laughs> lean deal. No, you're having a burger. No. And no, uh, live and, your uh, life. That extra cheese will hold it together. <laughs> right, right. Um, the best bite is, you know, in the middle as you're coming along okay. into the inside. But that's also why I like those those wonder buns, because it's still a great bite on the outside too. Um, All right. Which on the harder, larger buns, I don't really like the outside bites because it's the driest bread. So I'll wait till I get inside. So that's why I like a small wonder bun. I'm a big pickle man. Uh, they got some text I saw
0: pickles. that on in your Instagram bio. Yes,
4: Texas. What?
0: So, it, meaning like lots of different kinds of pickles, or there's just like one pickle lots of that you're going, of you're going. I'm going
4: through. Okay. I, I love finding new pickles. Now I'm a I'm a dill pickle guy. Texas sweet heat. These slices that you can get at HEB are outstanding.
0: Yep. Okay, I'll check them out. Really
4: good bite, and they're cut at just the right width where they don't overpower the bite, but you know you got a really good pickle with a nice bit of salt and in sour and heat in it. Um, I'm a, I've, I've always been a fan of the uh, baby gherkins. Uh, uh, okay, Nature deals. I can sit there. It's one of my favorite midnight snacks.
0: Are you a night owl?
4: I love them. I I, I, I really do enjoy when the sun goes down. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, absolutely.
0: So that's why you're waking up later than the kids. You're you're sort of staying up. Do you are you creative at night mm-hmm. when you're like up eating your tiny pickles?
4: Um, often, yes. Um, but yeah, <laughs> night is night is a, a, a creative time. I'll be up writing a lot. I go to you know sometimes get in bed. Just sometimes wakes me up ideas, and I'll go I'll go write in the middle of the night. Um, and I've given myself that license, and thankfully my wife has given me that license, because. She lets me sleep because she says, like, oh, no, there's no alternative. I'd rather I, I would rather get up early and take care of what I got to take care of than be around you with not enough sleep, Matthew.
0: Your Faves Faves is hosted by me, Rachel Hollis. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and edited by Andrew Weller with production support from Sterling Coates. Cameron Berkman is our executive producer. Your Faves Faves is a 3% chance production.
4: At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back